0: Welcome to The Walk, a devotional's podcast for worshipers. Benji Cowart is our guest, and he's one of those songwriters where when you Google him, you're blown away by just how many songs he's written. God's truly gifted him with the ability to combine pleasing melodies with unforgettable lyrics. That said, he's also a dad who has a deep faith in God, and I'm excited for you all to hear a bit of his testimony on today's episode. Here we go.
1: most of my learning experiences of who God is and his character a lot of them have come through my kids and one of the one of the ones that really comes to mind is my son who is 22 now which i can hardly believe but when he was probably 5 or 6 years old well i'd say no actually make it's i think he was more like 4 or 5 because he was still kind of had a little bit of his baby boy personality but um i you know i'd come home from work every day and Come in, kind of get settled down after work and worked at a church. Come in and just drop in and just pop my head in his door and just say, Hey, Braden, how's your day, buddy? And, uh, but it really wasn't. I mean, honestly, I was kind of checking in with him to sort of check off my conscience and then just move on with whatever, whatever I was going to do. Uh, but there was one particular time that um, Braden kind of very, very sweetly called me out. <laughs> He's, cause I popped in and I'm like, Hey, bud. And, and and uh, he's like, Daddy, can you can you come can you play with me? And I'm like, sure. And so I was you know, I was thinking I was gonna sit down for two minutes and do the you know, hang out with him for a minute and then move on. And then he said, But Daddy, take your shoes off. He he at that age even understood if I had if I had my shoes off, I wouldn't go on anywhere else. And it kind of honestly it kind of wrecked me that he even had to ask that and that he also knew that I was going to going to kind of try to pop in and then get out. And so um you know I I certainly at that point I took my shoes off and I sat down with him and I don't even remember what we were doing I was playing with one of his toys but it was a uh, it was a reminder to to be fully present with him in that moment and honestly as I look back now as I'm as I'm older and he's into adulthood That really was a holy moment with my kid. Those are moments, when I say holy moments, those are just moments you don't get them back.
0: We'll be right back with Benji after a quick break. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states.
1: And so it's like, it's funny because the whole shoes off thing kind of just made me because we hear stories in the Bible and we always we always kind of, it's its like as, as you grow in life and get older, you get different layers of context. And so one of the new contexts that kind of came to my mind is it just made me think of when Moses uh, encounters God in Exodus 3. And I'll just kind of read the passage and I'll just unpack it for a second. So in verse 2 it says, There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, Here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. And then he said, I am am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And at this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. So one of the things that I, you know, sometimes I wonder if, it just seems weird, like, Moses, take your sandals off. This is holy ground. And there's a part of me that wonders, is, you know, as is God is telling who he is, but part of it also is, is God, God our Father, who's saying, Moses, take your shoes off. Like, this is, this is a, not a moment you're going to get to pop in and walk away from. This is a holy moment. Take your shoes off sit down or stand or whatever. But you need to be all here. And honestly, when you actually see what God's unpacked to Moses, he's literally, basically, the destiny of Israel is at stake in this conversation between God and Moses. So Moses had better be fully present. I think as worship leaders, sometimes we, we forget that when we're leading worship, um, you know, and I know, especially if you're doing multiple services at your church, it can be exhausting, and, and it's easy to kind of just do the. It's almost it becomes liturgy, and we kind of just go through the motions. Um, but I don't, I don't. When I was struggling with that, I don't blame anybody but myself because I, I don't take the time to take in the holy moment that is every worship service that we lead. We forget that man. Someone may have walked in the door. That whatever the proverbial straw was that just got placed on their back. Um, they're going to come undone if God doesn't do something in that moment. They're going to come undone if if God doesn't speak to them. And a lot of the times it's, it might very well come from the song we're leading. And it doesn't mean that, you know, you've got to give yourself grace. I know we get tired, but we can't ever forget that, like, when we lead worship, and even more so when we come off the stage and we start talking to our people, and, and as a worship leader, as a worship team member, you should know the people in your church. You're pastoring those people, whether you want to wear that title or not. That's the way they look at you, and all that all that really means as a as a pastor from your end is just get to know them, hear them out. Um, but let it in all of those moments. Um, have your shoes off mentally. Have your shoes off with your presence. Um, stop what you're doing. Try to be all there as much as you can. You know, you don't have to literally take your shoes off, but but in your mindset. My shoes are off. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for a while. God, what do you want to do in this moment and what can I what can I do for this person if we're in a conversation or as we're leading worship? God, never let us forget what can happen in one profound moment of worship that you really can and you still do step in and turn everything around. And we just need to make sure we don't let ourselves miss those moments.
0: When we come back, Benji addresses worshipers and how we all need to stop our lives and be present. Quick shout out to the team over at WorshipLeader.com for all the amazing content. We encourage everyone to visit WorshipLeader.com and sign up for the newsletter so you can stay informed on upcoming events, the latest amazing articles, and get early access to song discovery releases and opportunities to submit new music. Again, that's WorshipLeader.com. Okay, back to
1: Benji to close us out. So for worshipers, this is, you know, not just for worship leaders, for, for really everybody in the church, um, that this same type of living, uh, really, it, it makes just as much sense. It's like you—what um, I've found, honestly, is my favorite times of worship have never been on a stage. Uh, they were—and when I say worship, I'm not even talking about just singing songs— Honestly, for me, it, it has been those moments where my shoes were off before God and I was just stopping because basically, if you what happens when you do that, when you just set aside the time, and I know people are morning people and night people, and so I'm not even, but it's just making the time to go, this is more important than anything else. To be present here is more important than anything else. Be present with God. Um, and then, second, you know if we want to follow the order of love, love the Lord your God, love your neighbors yourself. that also means in your day to day walk this is a little sidebar, but when when you 're having a conversation or you 're in a time with somebody, Jesus always stopped what he was doing for people and and you know so even in that there 's just beautiful holy moments and just stopping our lives for people but in our in our time with the lord um, It's just really, really treating it like my shoes are off. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to wait and hear what you want to say. I'm not just going to check this box off. I'm not going to blow through it. And you begin to understand why, like, you know, in Ephesians 5, verse 15 says, Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God and the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is a beautifully weird way to live, and it's exactly what we're supposed to be about, is taking, taking moments, stopping our lives, and just going, hey, let's, let's just be here for a minute. Um, I love the whole idea of everything done in the context of Thanksgiving. It's amazing how Thanksgiving puts everything going on around you in context. Like just in the days we're living in, where you can easily go to like the whole mode of my life's falling apart. It's all terrible. The sky's falling. And man, sometimes that that moment of holy ground of just going, eh, no, it's not. Um, God's good, and I have we have enough history where if God never did another thing for me. I have a lifetime to be thankful for. Um, but then knowing, but because he has been who he is, I'm going to be all right. And I can put all this in perspective. But you are not going to have that perspective until you just stop. Um, take time to be with the Lord. Be, you know, sometimes we we forget how this all works. But I really, you know, God makes himself in a weird way. He makes himself vulnerable to us. Like we can hurt him emotionally. And so, you know, if you've ever had somebody that you're talking to and they're not even present in the conversation, they're looking over your shoulder, and you know they're not listening, you know they didn't hear a word you said, they don't really want to be with you, and then they move on, and you kind of walk away with a, a bitter taste in your mouth. I wonder how many times we do that to God, like where we're just praying, and we're kind of looking over God's shoulder going, i got to do this, i got to do this, ooh, who else walked in the room? Um, for me, I would say I'm looking over God's shoulder at my phone. and And so many times, just even just not even fully present with the Lord. And and so even in there of shoes off, fully present, this is all I'm doing, it's amazing how that just transforms just the day-to-day walk, how you, how you function in life, because you've just had a holy moment with the Lord and it shifts everything into perspective. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that you would just, um, as you always do, just keep inviting us into sweet, fellowship with you and just communion with you, Lord, conversation with you. Help us to realize what a, what a gift and what an opportunity is just to stop our lives and get to have the privilege of having a conversation with you. Thank you that you speak to us the way you shift our world when we're with you. Thank you that you're patient with us and you, you always meet us with with kindness, even in discipline, that you're, you're always kind and you're always gentle. And we just come gratefully, and Lord, I pray that you would silence the lies in our minds that would ever keep us from you. Anything that would say we shouldn't run to you is a lie. And uh, Lord, just, just let us constantly be aware and be, be able to first stop our lives with you and stop what we're doing for you but then also to be aware of each other and and do the same thing you did when you, when you walked in human skin on this earth and that you just stopped what you were doing for people. Um, if imitation is the highest form of praise, then help us imitate you in that way and just stop our lives for people and be known for that. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Thank you, Benji, for contributing to our podcast. As I mentioned at the top of the episode, Benji is a prolific songwriter, so choosing a song to play us out with wasn't easy. We landed on Redeemed, which Benji wrote with Mike Weaver of Big Daddy Weave. As always, special thanks to Matt McCarty for producing and Lucas McCarty for editing today's episode. Jacob Fairclough produced our theme song. The Walk is brought to you by Worship Leader. I also want to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership. You can head to lifeaudio.com to find dozens of faith centered podcasts, shows about prayer, parenting, relationships, and more. So check them out at lifeaudio.com. I'm Joshua Swanson. Here's Redeemed. shame and
1: regret But when I hear you whisper, child, lift up your head I remember, oh God you're not done with me yet And
0: I am redeemed You said
1: Life Audio. Our world can feel chaotic and uncertain, but we don't have to live enslaved to fear. Christ has promised me and you his peace, and throughout Scripture has provided powerful tools and practical steps to help us experience greater freedom. I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, inviting you to join me and my team as together we learn how to starve our fears and feed our faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com or wherever you access podcast
0: content.